We here at R Sports R Virtual Major League Baseball. Our product provides an advanced and authentic experience in the hybrid category of fantasy and virtual sports. By owning and operating an R-Sports franchise, you compete for championships and money in leagues that mirror the MLB in every way. For sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise and handing out business cards that say Team Owner, R-Sports is making that dream a reality. Find them on Twitter at R-Sports Baseball and on Facebook as R-Sports Baseball. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Well, sorry. Welcome to for, welcome to the Foreign Affair Podcast, episode one hundred and ninety-eight. I am Edward Green, disturbed as always, and I unfortunately am not joined by my calling crime, Wes Bradshaw. Uh, Wes Bradshaw will be joining us later on in the program uh, from parts unknown as he discusses uh, the latest happenings. Um, you know, in the WWE, because there's nothing really to come from Anfield Corner this week, because Liverpool didn't play uh, since their Champions League win uh, from last week. So, with that going on, um, that's that's going to come later on, though, in the program, and he'll be back live next week. Um, still plenty to talk about today. Uh, we will get to a quick um, Premier League preview for this upcoming week. We will also have... A Champions League review. Uh, the other first leg matches took place this week, so we'll get to those. Also do an FA Cup review from the weekend with some shock upsets in that one. Uh, very quick news and note, just one story. Well, I guess two. I didn't actually put the second one on the docket, but we'll really quickly go through that. Um, that'll be quick news and notes, though, as well as a watch for. And so raw, as I mentioned, will be from West Bradshaw. From Parts Unknown. Uh, as always, the Afford Affair podcast is brought to you by NGSC Sports. At NGSCSports.com, we never stop. As well as I'm next... Oh, no. It's I'm next going to talk about our sports baseball. Of course. Wow. That's muscle memory. Our sports baseball... Fantasy baseball just got real. Don't just play fantasy sports. Own a team and gain equity. You can find them on Twitter at rsportsbaseball baseball oh oh almost big oopsie there that's um mm. Whew. <laughs> anyway um let's let's get right into the action oh boy this this podcast is so bad already um so of course no Premier League action this past weekend because of the fa cup so uh, a real quick look ahead to this weekend's schedule as the premier league is Back uh, at 7.30 a.m. on Saturday, you will have Leicester City versus Stoke. Uh, at 10 a.m., you'll have the choice of five matchups, including Liverpool versus West Ham, West Brom versus Huddersfield, Burnley, Southampton, Brighton and Hove versus Swansea, and Bournemouth versus Newcastle. Uh, and then at 12.30 p.m., it will be Watford versus Everton. Um, 
decently big match between two sort of mid-table clubs uh, there in the 12:30 slot on Sunday. Just one game at 9:05. Uh, it is Manchester United versus Chelsea match of the week, hands down. Um, this is a big one. Um, for, for them coming up here. Uh, this is obviously huge. Chelsea had been falling a little bit in the Premier League table. United also kind of losing the grasp maybe on that second place. This is going to go a long way into determining do we have a, a three places for four teams or two places for three teams. Um, and that, that's really where we are right now because right now Manchester United is still very much in it. Um, but if they can separate themselves from Chelsea a little bit more, that, that kind of, again, pushes them still up in second place um, and then gives them a little bit of padding to where they might not fall completely out of a Champions League spot. I'll look at the table real quick. Right now, uh, they do sit three points ahead of Chelsea. If Chelsea do get a win on the road at Old Trafford, um, then the floodgates might open because Liverpool could potentially win and get to 57, and Tottenham could potentially win. They're going to be playing on Monday against Crystal Palace at 3 o'clock. If they win, they'd be at 55, and then you'd have Liverpool 57, United and Chelsea 56, Tottenham 55, and then it's it's game on from there. Um, just, just bonks, as the kids would say. Bonks. Uh, so that is your schedule again. Um, Crystal Palace, Tottenham, 3 p.m. on Monday Night Football on NBC Sports. Um, also, you might notice I didn't mention Arsenal Manchester City. They were supposed to play this weekend. They will be playing instead next Thursday, March 1st, uh, on uh, 2.45 p.m. in the afternoon on Thursday. Um, now, why aren't they playing this week? Well, I will tell you why. It's because they're also playing in the League Cup Final this week. Um, you know, that's that, that kind of snuck up on everybody. Um, they are, they will be playing, I actually have to bring this up here, um, there it is, the EFL Cup, uh, so yes, the, the final will be taking place, uh, this, uh, Sunday, uh, at Wembley Stadium, Arsenal versus Manchester City, Arsenal is designated as the home team in this one, so, very interesting matchup there, and then they're gonna play again, like, four days later. Um, and Arsenal will still be the home team. So, obviously, though, this one, very big. This one is for a trophy. Um, and as we'll get to later, we'll be with City. A huge opportunity for them. Obviously, they almost have one in the bank already with the Premier League. Getting this second one will be huge. Um, for reasons we'll talk about later. Arsenal, obvious, also, obviously, this is big for them. They're no longer in the FA Cup. They're in Europa. So, there's that. But they're also not going to win the league. They're also slipping in that race for the top four. So this is basically one of the only things right now that they really are looking forward to kind of hang their hats on uh, come season's end. So for Arsenal here, they they absolutely... This is, this is almost a must win. Because um, if they do not... Now granted, I mean, winning this doesn't really do much. It is a trophy. Um, but if, if you can't make top four... It's this, and then if you don't get this, it's it's you just put all your bags. I think if they lose here, I think they just put all their bags in your in in the Europa basket, the eggs, excuse me, in the Europa basket, um, because that's 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 going to be rough. And as as we mentioned, they're already kind of far behind. Uh, as we go back to the table, if if well, no matter what, um, if if Chelsea 
does not lose, but every team around them, or if, sorry, if Chelsea loses, but every team around them wins, including Tottenham, Liverpool, and United, Arsenal will be going into their makeup match against City on next Thursday, eight points out of fourth place uh, with game in hand. So at best, they'd be five behind Chelsea if they can beat City. Um, if if Chelsea wins, and then also Liverpool and Tottenham wins, then they would be 10 back of Tottenham, uh, who would be in fourth place at that point, uh, with game in hand. So then the best they could do is seven points back with uh, 10, 10 matches to play. And that is kind of a lot. Um, I'm sorry. Actually, wait a minute. No. Tottenham would be in fifth. Um, wow, I was wrong there. So they actually be 11 out of fourth place because either United or Chelsea, depending on goal differential, um, how that would work out, probably Chelsea, uh, would actually be in fourth place. Tottenham would still be in fifth. Um, so yeah, at that point, you just start thinking if you're Arsenal, just just go for the Europa League, man. Like, I, I know you don't want to just completely give up on the league, but if it comes to it, I, I th- that's probably going to be the way they have to go. I know that sucks, but, you know, that's how United got in the Champions League this year. Liverpool almost did it. We've talked about it on this program before. The Europa League sucks, but it is a way into the Champions League. And if that way happens, if if Liverpool, Chelsea, and Tottenham all win on the weekend, then Arsenal is going into their makeup match against City 11 points out. The best they could do then is 8. If they beat City, if they draw, they're 10 back with 10 to play. If they lose, they're 11 back with 10 to play. That would be very, very, very tough to make up. Um, so for Arsenal, wins are, are this this League Cup to kind of keep the fan base satiated for a while is almost must win. For City, it might almost also kind of be a little bit of a must win. So very interesting there, very very interesting matchup uh, this coming weekend. Uh, and with that, we're going to actually take now a look at the champions, the Champions League. Um, results from this week of play. Uh, four more matches took place. Uh, that included uh, Sevilla nil, Manchester United nil. David De Gea saves the day again for United. How, how would this team be if they didn't have arguably the best goalkeeper in the world? Um, not very good, I'll tell you that right now. Um, Sevilla with um, 17 shots to United's five, despite having not that much more possession, 54 to 46% for Sevilla. Um, but so many more chances um, going off uh, the dangerous attack stat from the UEFA.com website. Um, Sevilla mounted 54 dangerous attacks to United's 29. Also of note in the match, Paul Pogba, um, coming on in the 17th minute. Now we talked a lot and, you know, we're, we're very, very hip to things here, uh, about maybe some discord between, uh, Jose Mourinho and Paul Pogba. And so he did not start the match in the Champions League against Sevilla on the road. It's bizarre. Uh, but he did come in, in the, uh, the 17th minute. Um, so... Yay for that. Um, it does seem like he may have come off for injury. Uh, you know, we'll see. 
Um, it's very, very interesting um, that, uh, that that would happen like that. Um, and of course, uh, it was a start also for one of the United youngsters uh, coming into the midfield instead of Paul Pogba. Uh, McTominay coming in and, and doing just yeoman's effort, really, uh, to come in against a great team like Sevilla and, and not concede a goal. Grant, a lot of that was due to David Haya. But, you know, it is it is one of those things. Uh, United, uh, under Mourinho, have... Um, uh, sorry, actually, just Josie Mourinho teams in general now have only scored 13 goals in their last 20 matches in UEFA competition against Spanish sides. That's an in-depth stat for you. Um, so... Very, very interesting game. Uh, but United does get to go back home. Nil-nil. So, unfortunately, they do not get an away goal. Uh, which means if the game ends uh, in a couple weeks, 1-1, Sevilla goes through. And, uh, you know, just last week we were thinking, oh, we're going to get four English teams in the next round. Got to temper that a little bit uh, as, as United is unable to score in Sevilla. So, again, next leg, March 13th to see who advances to the round of eight. Uh, elsewhere, Shakhtar Donetsk with a come-from-behind victory at home against Roma. Uh, a first goal in the 41st minute uh, from Roma's Sengiz Unter. Sure. Uh, was answered uh, just seven minutes after the half restart uh, from Shakhtar's Facundo Ferreira. Uh, and then 15 minutes later, uh, everyone's favorite Brazilian scorer, Fred... Gotta love Fred. Uh, gets Shakhtar the win with the goal. Uh, so Shakhtar will be taking a 2-1 lead to Italy. Again, Roma does get that very important away goal. Um, so we'll have to see if Shakhtar can keep it up. Again, they just need to win now on aggregate um, and, and to be able to advance. Um, so, so big comeback there for Shakhtar. I know a lot of people thought Roma were going to easily advance, but Shakhtar doing, doing some good work there. Um, Chelsea stays strong against Barcelona and draws 1-1. Willian with the goal there, 62nd minute. Also had a few more chances that he could have had more. Uh, but Lionel Messi scores his first career goal against Chelsea. The drought is over. Yay! Uh, in the 75th minute, um, as Barcelona gets, again, that very important away goal, um, as they'll be taking it back to the Camp Nou in a couple weeks' time. Uh, Chelsea, very good effort on the day, but unfortunately just some bad defending in a bad moment allowed Lionel Messi to do his thing and, and get Barcelona back. Now Barcelona can go into their match again. A nil-nil draw sees them through. Don't think it'll be nil-nil, though. Um, Chelsea has to come out and play. So that'll, that'll be very interesting how they're able to do that on the road. Great effort from Chelsea, especially not starting any of their strikers and putting Ed Nazard up. False nine! Oh, we love it. Um, Ten is a false nine. So, um, but yeah, that's that's got to be very interesting if you're Alvaro Morata and you're not starting a Champions League home match against Barcelona. You know, that's... Whew, that's, uh, that's an interesting decision. Interesting coming on only in the... 83rd minute, and then three minutes later, picking up a card. Um, but hey, it's Alvaro Morata. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, 
So that that is that is the Chelsea Barcelona match, and then the final one, blowout City Bayern whoops Besiktas five nil. Um, two goals from Mueller and Lewandowski, as well as one for Kingsley Coleman, um, makes it five nil for Bayern. Um, that's it. Besiktas didn't get an away goal, so they now have to beat Bayern like six nil. In Istanbul. That night in Istanbul. Maybe it'll happen. I doubt it. Um, so Bayern, along with, uh, you would have to think, Liverpool and Man City. Already one foot into the next round. I almost want to say Real Madrid, but they're playing PSG. So we'll see about that. Um, so yeah, they have off next week. And then in a week after that, we'll start again. So uh, March 6th, you'll have PSG hosting Real Madrid as well as Liverpool hosting Porto. And then on March 7th, you'll get Man City hosting Basel and Tottenham hosting Juventus. So that is your Champions League wrap-up. Uh, and then finally, as far as game talk, we have the FA Cup to get through from this past weekend. Uh, Leicester gets by Sheffield United 1-0. Chelsea blows by Hull 4-0. Sheffield Wednesday draws Swansea. So they'll be having a replay on February 27th. Uh, West Brom uh, loses to Southampton 2-1. to one. Uh, Brighton & Hove beats Coventry, one of the uh, the lowest or the lowest remaining team in the field. Uh, Coventry City out of League 2. Brighton & Hove beats them 3-1. Uh, Manchester United goes on the road to beat Huddersfield 2-0. Uh, Rockdale gets two late, late goals in each half. Uh, to draw Tottenham 2-2. Lucas, though, Lucas Mora with his first Tottenham Hotspur goal in that one actually brought Tottenham level at 1-1 at the time. Actually thought they had won it with Harry Kane picking up a penalty in the final few minutes of the second half. Uh, But Rockdale pegs them back, so there will be a replay at Wembley on February 28th. And then finally, Will Grigg is on fire. I know that's not the song. I don't care. Wigan beats Manchester City 1-0. Will Grigg falling down as he scores in the 79th minute. Uh, Wigan does it again. Their third straight win over Manchester City in this competition. Because, okay. I guess that makes sense. Um, so Wigan advances. Um, and that's that's why I said, you know, Man City. We, we are a little white on Twitter, you know. Always maybe a little semi-tongue-in-cheekly. Um, referencing the city quadruple that could happen. Um, obviously, again, Premier League, almost not in doubt at all. Um, they have the League Cup final coming up this weekend. Um, it looked like, you know, that they saw the draw, because the draw had already been made before they played on Monday. Um, hey, you know, get past League One Wigan, and then you're going to get Southampton at home. And then you're in the semifinals, like, the road kind of opened up before Manchester Manchester City to at least be able to do a domestic treble. Um, the the treble is out the window now, and so now you know I pose this question to Arlo White, you know, on Twitter. Um, you know, if you're if you're a City fan, and let's say the worst happens, let's say you lose to Arsenal in the League Cup final, and let's say you lose out like in the round of eight or even the semifinals. Of the Champions League. You know, is that now, is that a disappointing season for City? Like, you take on one trophy, the Premier League. Say you make the semifinals of the Champions League and you lose to, like, Barcelona or something. 
you know, and, and, and you don't win the League Cup, you lose in the League Cup final, and you don't make it to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Is that a disappointing season for City? You know, going into the season, I would think not. At this point, I kind of think it is. If you can make, you, you have the giant lead in the, in the league, you're in a cup final, you have a what looks like going to this match again against Wigan, a pretty easy road to at least the semis of another cup, and and you're already one foot into the round of eight in the Champions League. You know, th- things are looking really good. And now it's like, oh, well, one cup is out the door. Now we have to beat Arsenal, which, you know, Arsenal loves to get up for their cup finals. That's all they have. So, I mean, if you lose that... I'm not saying they're going to, like, all of a sudden then not win the league. That's that's not what's happening. And Arlo White said, yeah, it, it might be considered a disappointment if, if at the end of this season they only come out with the Premier League trophy, which, again, is kind of bonkers to think about. You know, a, a, a team going into the season saying, you're going to make a, a, a cup final, you're going to make a run of the Champions League semifinal, and you're going to win your league. Like... Doesn't everybody just, unless you're Barcelona or Real Madrid, don't you just say, okay, sure, done, take it. I'll take it right now. At this point, I don't know if you are a few city. It's, it's tough. Very tough. Of course, if they win on Sunday, then it, you know, it doesn't matter. They're, you know, then they'll have a trophy locked up, a trophy in the bank. And that's, you know, just go for the Champions League. So we'll see. We'll see. Again, that's, that's why Sunday's game is actually so big for City. If they don't win that trophy, whew. again, not saying they're not going to win the league. They're obviously going to win the league. But, you know, interesting. It would be very interesting to see how, even, I mean, like, they, they're probably going to set a record for points this season. They're going to beat Chelsea's record from last season. Like, how how will history look on this city team if if the rest of that happens, though? Like, you think history would probably look fondly on this team, but if they only win the league, it's interesting. It's very interesting to think about. Um, so we do, again, have the quarterfinal matchups set. Uh, interestingly enough, the the two matchups that are replays are actually the two that will be drawn against each other. So the winner of Sheffield Wednesday versus Swansea will host the winner of Rockdale versus Tottenham. Um... And so now all of a sudden, you know, Tottenham starting to think maybe maybe they have an easy run in. They, we'll see. Still a long ways to go for them. Um, United draw Brighton and Hove. Leicester draws Chelsea at home. And then Wigan now gets Southampton at home, as we mentioned. I mean, at this point, if you're United, I mean, you've got to look at this. You say, okay, we get by Brighton and Hove at home. You know, unless we get, you know, arguably... Unless we draw either Chelsea or Tottenham, arguably, you know, we're we're in the final at that point. And unless if unless Chelsea or or Tottenham is your semifinal opponent, book your tickets. Book your tickets for the final. Like you're done. So I I mean I would probably call just just because of that almost. I might call United the favorites right now in this tournament. Just because I mean Chelsea going to Leicester could be could be kind of a tricky matchup in a in a in a matchup where Leicester at this point in the season Leicester doesn't really have anything else to play for. Um, arguably they 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 unless Arsenal just 
explodes in the league, they're probably not finishing top six. So they could finish top seven, but they probably won't finish top six. They're not in European competition. I mean, Leicester probably is going to start making a, a a pretty strong push in the FA Cup. You could argue the same against for or sorry the same for Brighton and Hove, but a Brighton and Hove has to go to Old Trafford, and b I think Leicester is just a little better than Brighton and Hove. I also think Chelsea is a little. I think the gap between Leicester and Chelsea is closer than the gap between United and Brighton and Hove. Again, also with it being Leicester gets to play at home at the KP and Brighton and Hove again has to travel. So. That's my that's my quick thoughts on that. Um, and that is going to do it for our matchup analysis. Uh, one story as we hit the news and notes. Um, take notes, Jordan Morris. This is what you're supposed to do. Um, Josh Sargent, the, the ginger wonder kid, the new, the new hope for U.S. soccer, uh, has officially signed a contract with Werder Bremen uh, over in the Bundesliga. Uh, he'd been trained, the kid had been trained with the uh, the other 23 side for the United States, um, but was not allowed to actually sign his contract until his 18th birthday. And hey, signed his 18th birthday. Now he's good, um, which is just, it's awesome. Uh, he'd actually been training there since January, um, but he couldn't be on the roster because of a FIFA rule. Uh, for non-European players to be added until they're 18. Um, so now he joins Christian Pulisic in the uh, in the Bundesliga as another um, young American kid. Pulisic going through some growing pains right now at Dortmund. Um, Josh Sargent, though, you know, was you know one of those great players at the uh, the World Cup for the the under uh, for the the youth squad uh, from the United States that went there. Uh, scored three times in five games. Um, and then he also scored four times in five games at the Under-20 World Cup. So this is this is a kid who seems to be maybe going places. And, and again, he's challenging himself internationally. Will it work out? Who knows? It, it might. It might not. I hope it does. Best of luck to you, Josh Sargent. Um, Werder Bremen, obviously not that great. You know, kind of whatever. Um, but... I mean, if he's if he's able to perform, then then you'd have to think bigger call-ups are necessary. Maybe maybe if Pulisic loses Dortmund, then then Sargent slots right in there and, and heads that way, and then and then bigger and better. So big big congratulations to Josh Sargent uh, for joining uh, the Bundesliga side Werder Bremen. Um, so that's gonna do it for news and notes. Watch for what's the watch for this week? Oh boy, I have a show that I'm gonna talk about. I'm not going to talk about it because Wes isn't live this week. So we're going to hold on to it. We're going to hold on to the little nugget. We're going to talk about it with him next week. It's going to be a fun show. Um, so instead, uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nines, they, they keep right on going. We're in season three now. Good times. Good times, ahoy. Still a really good show. Very good. Um, that's a really good show. Um, Michael Schur, just I, I can't stress this enough. The guy is really good at making shows. Fantastic, fantastic um, writer and producer of television. Well done again, Michael Schur. Again, standing invitation to the Afford Affair podcast whenever you want to come. Um, so that's going to do it um, for my stuff, uh, which now leads us into Giga, the Giga Rockcast, uh, coming to us from Wes Bradshaw uh, in Parts Unknown. He's going to bring it for you now with a super epic edition of So Raw. Hello friends, 
countrymen, non-countrymen, anyone who listens to the podcast, it's your co-hostess with the mostest. I'm not a hostess, I'm a dude. But this is Wes Bradshaw. Uh, I'm sure Ed has hyped and pumped up this week's So Raw. And now, guess what? I ended up picking up a shift and worked all week at night, so I have not seen a lick of wrestling. So I'm not going to be able to give you much of a Sir Raw today. I do know it was a go-home show for Monday Night Raw, and they went home. And I still plan to watch it before watching the uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view this weekend. But I'm not going to lie to you guys and tell you I know what happened. I haven't even had a chance to read a review. I've literally worked all night, gone home and slept, rinse, repeat. It's been a busy week here in the good old county of Nash. Oh, me. Um quick we do know our seven in the elimination chamber Braun Strowman The Miz John Cena Finn Balor Seth Rollins Elias my oh, crap I knew I should have done this oh and Roman Reigns so uh yeah I should have done that looking <laughs> uh winner will take on Brock Lesnar at oh we have blinking lights interesting winner will take on Brock Lesnar at uh Wrestlemania. Man, I wonder who it's going to be. <coughs> Roman. Yeah. Sadly, it'll probably happen. So, hey, you guys are going to get a little taste of my morning life here in just a moment. So, just hang on. For all you folks who are not from the South, you're going to learn what we do first thing in the morning. I- I'm saving this. It's it's about 10 minutes till 7 in the a.m. So, uh, 06.50. I've been at work since 7 o'clock last night. I need some breakfast. So in just a second I would get some breakfast. But anyway, uh, so that's kind of the very truncated so raw. I'm sorry I didn't give you guys anything new this week. I suck. I know. Next week I'll be back. I'll have you uh, results from Chamber Elimination. And also uh, we'll get you ready for uh, Fast Lane coming up for SmackDown. So quick timeout while I order breakfast. Guys, it's gonna be fun. I don't know what she said. No, man, I'd like two sausage biscuits and a medium sweet tea. I have two sausage biscuits and a medium sweet tea and that's a complete order. That's it. Alright, it's gonna be two fourteen at the one I play. Beautiful, thank you. Thank you. Two fourteen. That's right. Ed Green, you'll get a kick of this. Fifty cent biscuits at Hardy's for the next week. Uh, because they opened a new Hardy's up near uh, Nash Central. So we get 50 cent biscuits at any Hardee's in the area this week. So that's pretty freaking kick-ass, right? Of course it is. Of course it is. It's badass. It's awesome. Uh, well, since I don't have you guys much wrestling this week, I'm going to take my quick look at the Champions League. Um, of course, uh, I don't have anything really to report from Liverpool. <clears throat> After the match last week, they got on a plane. They went to Marbella, which is on the southern coast of Spain. For some warm weather training so nothing really new coming from the reds um of course you get your daily rumor mill reports because you know nowadays with the way the net is with twitter with social media the rumor mill never ever ends that's why that's why the transfer windows become so damn annoying and you just you never know what's going to happen 
and for months where the transfer windows, I mean, you think about it, the transfer window literally is open three months out of 12, and the other nine months we just go ballistic over what might happen in the transfer window. So, I'm about to pay for my food in a second, so you guys just hang with me. But anyway, just taking a look back at the uh, Champions League from this week. Of course, we had two English clubs. They had already talked about, I'm sure. Uh, Chelsea getting the 1-1 draw. And really a really good match with Barcelona. And just like we thought, Barcelona dominated possession. <coughs> uh, Chelsea hitting them on the counter. And William looked like the most dangerous guy on the field. Hit the bar twice, still finally getting that goal. Looked like Chelsea were going to squeak one out, but... Yeah, one bad, one bad moment is all it took. Christensen went across with that pass. Hold on one second. Thank you. I'm doing well. Hope you are. See how polite I am. Very polite person. It's my real life politeness. It's not just for you guys on the pod either. Get my card back and we'll be on our way. This is riveting, I know, for you guys. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. And there we go. Breakfast. Crap, I meant to get a third one to get my wife one. She doesn't have to not have breakfast this morning. Unless she listens to the pod and finds out. <laughs> we know better than that. <clears throat> uh, but Christensen with a bad pass across, right, really across the field. Uh, as Piliqueta, unable to get a boot on it, push it away. Uh, Andres Iniesta, still the old, the old Jedi Master Iniesta. Gets on it, <clears throat> perfectly ball, uh, weighted ball, right into the path of Messi, and Messi scores his long-awaited, much-celebrated first-ever goal against Chelsea. And uh, Barcelona come out of there with a 1-1 draw, and now poor Chelsea. Yeah, if, you, if, if Chelsea comes out of there one 0 goes home. Barcelona does not have an away goal. Then Chelsea in much better position. But now Barcelona with the away goal. Chelsea's going to have to go and win the match. Um, Chelsea's in a tough spot, and the way Costa, uh, Conte, excuse me, the way Conte sets them up to play, I'm just, I'm not optimistic that they're going to go to Barcelona and turn that over. So, so we might be losing the English team there, uh, but still a really good game. So, you know, up through up through Tuesday, that had been four Premier League teams who had played. You had two really entertaining draws. Uh, of course, Tottenham and Juventus, and then this Chelsea-Barcelona. You had two blowouts where the attacks were on full display. You had Liverpool, the 5-0 over Porto. You had uh, City getting the 4-0 over Basel. So, man, you know, obviously the Premier League is going to save the best for last for that good old United-Sevilla match. And United produce a nil-nil because, you know, why the United not? Um, probably would still put money on United to go through, but they made it more difficult on themselves. Now, not getting the away goal, they do leave themselves a little vulnerable coming back home to a Sevilla team who United should be better than Sevilla. So, we'll see what they can do. Obviously, the bigger story is Pogba not starting the match. Um, we talked about it last week. And as typical after we talk about it, then the world explodes about it. Uh, you know, we talk about those nine months of looking at transfer rumors. Are we looking at one there? Jesus, I mean, it's everywhere now. Pogba wants to force a move away. <clears throat> you know, it might be 
perfect time for Pogba to look a move uh, because you know, Real Madrid are rumored to be in the mood to shake up their entire first team you know, after the season they've had. So there's a chance we can see Pogba on the move. I do believe there are a very, obviously there are a very limited number of teams in the world that would make sense for Pogba to leave United to go to. <coughs> uh, obviously Real would be one of those teams. Uh, Barcelona would be one of those teams. After that, I don't know who would be another team. As you could say, Bayern Munich, but Munich aren't putting that kind of money in Pogba. I don't think anybody down in Italy has no need for him to go back to Italy. I believe he invents us. I think Spain or bust for him. But we talked about last week, it, it could come down to either Pogba or, or Mourinho's on the road out. <clears throat> right now, it looks like the support is more in the Mourinho camps. So I'm not going to say who's right or wrong there because. It's not like Pogba's set the world on fire. Then again, Mourinho just... Mourinho's Mourinho. It's going to make it tough to get some big-time players if that's the way he wants to go, the way he manages. But, hey, can I say the men's won everything at this point? So, anyway, but United, a nil-nil draw. They've got to go... <coughs> excuse me. They go back home to Old Trapper now. Sevilla can win it with an away goal. So we'll see, but... As of right now, it still looks like a good chance to get four teams in the quarterfinal for the English clubs. Uh, it'd be really cool if none of them were matched up with each other and see what happened. It'd be really cool to see a final four of all English clubs. So, see what happens there. It'd be pretty insane. And they go to Kiev for the final four. Um, <coughs> Liverpool's back in action this week. So this is Anfield quarter. Uh, taking on West Ham. West Ham United. Uh, Davi Luiz comes to Anfield to take his customary ass whooping. So I'm looking forward to that on Saturday. Myself and the baby girl, the princess of the Foreign Fair Podcast, we're going to sit down and watch that. She doesn't know it yet. She's going to think we're sitting down to watch YouTube videos. And we're going to watch West Ham and Liverpool. We're going to get after it. So, uh, guys, let's have your two different so wrong. I'm sorry. Champions League with you guys. Uh, second round of games coming up in a few weeks. So we'll definitely have that coming for you here. So check us out here on the Foreign Affair Podcast. Uh, and I know Ed Gray's going to say it, but love you guys. Thank you for everything. And uh, for me, it's <laughs> good night. I'm saying good night to Good night, Chelsea, because I think you guys have really screwed yourselves. Peace out. And thank you so much for that, Wes. Oh, big, big congratulations, and I cannot wait to have you back live next week when we hit episode 199 of the Fair Podcast. We're almost to 200. It's amazing. can't believe we're actually still doing this. Um, but we are. We're going big. We're going big. We're going big. Uh, episode 199 will be next week. This was episode 198 of the Foreign Affair Podcast. 
Uh, brought to you one more time by NGSC Sports and NGSCSports.com. We never stop. As well as our sports baseball. You can find them online and on Twitter. You can also find us on Twitter as a collective. We are at AFA Pod. Uh, Wes is at Wes Bradshaw 21 and I am at Edward Green. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube via our parent show, The All New Sports Show. Uh, new episodes still being put on YouTube. Thankfully, we haven't been demonetized yet. Uh, you can also email us, allnewsportshow at gmail.com. Big thanks to also the rest of our podcast providers, including podbean.com, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn radio, tune radio app. Is that what I say? Tune in radio app? Yes. God, I, I should like write this down or something. Um, Google Play Music Store and the iTunes Music Store. So once again, we will be back next week for episode 199. We will have a 199. We will have a Premier League weekend to recap, of course. Uh, we will have FA Cup replays to do. Uh, so yeah, that's right. Tottenham plays at Crystal Palace on Monday, turns around on Wednesday, plays an FA Cup match. Glory of the FA Cup. So much sense. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, we'll also be getting in with some more thoughts uh, from Wes Bradshaw from the news and notes. Oh, real quick. Uh, the second story I, I meant to talk about. Um, Roberto Firmino from Liverpool. Uh, clear of all racism charges against Mason Holgate uh, from their, their dust-up they had back when Liverpool played Everton about a month and a half or so ago. Um, those those charges have been uh, erased. I believe that was from the Lee FA Cup match they played. Yes, the FA Cup match back in early January. Um, so, again, Firmino, cleared of all charges. Um, so that is going to do it for episode 198 of the Foreign Affair Podcast. For McCollum Crime, Wes Bradshaw. I am Edward Green. Thank you so much for listening in. We will catch you guys next week. Until then, stay safe and enjoy the football. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Attention fantasy baseball fans. Come to the next level and experience virtual Major League Baseball ownership. Our sports provides an advanced and authentic experience combining fantasy and virtual sport. By owning and operating an our sports franchise, you compete for championships in cash and leagues that mirror the MLB in every way. For sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise, log on to OurSportsBaseball.com or find them on Facebook as our sports Baseball or on Twitter at our sports Baseball and make that dream a reality. Reality and make that dream a 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 reality and make that dream.